Good morning, Spartan. How you doing? If you are continuing to watch porn and masturbation, even though you're a man of faith and that you absolutely hate this behavior and it causes you so much pain, right? Then it means to some extent that you believe that there is some benefit and some value that this habit is giving you, right? Hey, you're listening to the Quit Porn, Achieve More podcast, where we talk about how to break free from porn quickly and easily so that you can finally live with integrity, confidence, and focus on bigger and better things. My name is Ben Uyama, and I gave up porn more than five years ago after battling it alone for most of my life. I've been married for more than 12 years, we have three kids, and I've been helping men quit porn one-on-one for more than 10 years now. Let's get started. So if you're wondering what that small insignificant benefit is and how to eliminate it from your life for good, then I think you're gonna really appreciate this video a lot. So I'm gonna give you three methods that the guys that I'm mentoring in the program have benefited a lot from to change their their mindset and their mentality from I enjoy watching porn and it feels good to watch porn to I hate porn, I hate having this habit and it only brings me destruction and it brings me no benefit. So how to switch those mindsets, right? So I'm gonna give you three things that have been incredibly effective. All right, number one. Number one is you have to isolate the single benefit that you believe it's adding to your life. Like I've said, the reason that everyone has an unwanted behavior, whatever that behavior is, is to some extent when it really counts in those in those micro moments at the end of the road, when you're about to to act out and you're about to jump off the cliff, there is a slight benefit that you believe is is uh, adding value to your life that you believe this habit is adding value to life. Now, if I asked you right now, as you're watching this video, what benefit? does porn add to your life, you could probably, it'd be probably hard to think of it, right? Because, but when you're actually knee deep in this this uh, binge watching session and you're about to act out or you're going down the rabbit hole or you've made those micro decisions that are probably not good for you and leading you down to watching porn and masturbating, right? When I ask that version of you or specifically that brain of yours that's gonna justify it, there's some slight benefit that is always there, right? And there are a lot of common benefits that I wanna touch here in a second, right? A common one is that people believe that it's emotional relief for mood regulation. It's like stress relief, it's anxiety relief, it's boredom relief, and therefore it's some kind of benefit. And if I just do this one thing, do this just this one time, then it will eliminate this feeling of stress or anxiety or boredom or depression or loneliness that I'm feeling, all right? Another common one is that it's arousal relief. I'm feeling aroused, I'm feeling horny, I saw something triggery, sexually, whatever. And if I act out, then it would help me with this, this uh, arousal relief, right? Another very common one, which I am guilty of for many years keeping this uh, belief, which I eventually eliminated through using the steps, which is it feels good to watch porn masturbation, right? It feels good. Here's the thing though, heroin also feels good. Cocaine also feels good. Smoking, to some extent, if you do it long enough and you develop a dependency on it, feels good, right? But it's a fleeting, temporary, and artificial form of feeling good that actually is more of a dependency than it is an I enjoy this thing. If you think about it like that, it's kind of a helpful way for people to to debunk this for themselves, is think of it as I don't enjoy watching porn, but I have a dependency on it. And I don't know how to not live how to live without it. And that's a dependency. And to the same extent, people that smoke cigarettes, the first time you smoke, generally, it's like it's not a very pleasant experience. It kind of makes you cough and gag. But over time, once people are you know, 10 years, 20 years down the road and smoking multiple packs a day and they require it and they think it feels good and they enjoy it, but actually it's a dependency. In other words, guys, it's just a little painful, a little less painful than just living their lives. And that feels like enjoyment, but it's actually not. 
And you can think of it like that. It feels like I'm relieving stress. It feels like it feels good, but actually it's just a little less painful than reality, than facing my, my reality. And therefore that's why I use it. Does that make sense? So it's just, it's, 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 it's conflating two things. It's conflating enjoyment with just a little less painful. So it feels like enjoyment because you don't know how to live without it, right? So that's one way to debunk this, okay? Which brings me to my next point is that the, the fastest way to change your mentality from I enjoy watching porn to I absolutely hate watching porn is to understand that in the short term, yes, it might feel good. Very, very short term. Like, like you know very well, guys. Like, you're stressed, you're bored. You do all the things that, that lead you to watching porn. You do the act. You do the deed. How do you feel afterwards? Do you feel productive with your day? Do you feel fulfilled? Do you feel ready to take on the world, to exercise, right? To go hug your wife? No. Do you feel ready to go on a date? Do you feel ready to pray to God and go to church? You don't. Because the feeling afterwards and the temporary is, is, is short-term benefit but if you think from a long-term time horizon, this is where really what I want to get to, guys. If you start thinking from long-term time horizons, then you will start to understand how detrimental this is to you. It's the people that think short-term, think, oh, I enjoy this. What's the problem? What's the big deal? I enjoy this. But if you start to think long-term, honestly, look at your life from a snapshot of 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, the last 30 years of your life, has this habit, this behavior, porn masturbation, actually been enjoyment? Or has it been more destructive? and tormenting and cause hypocrisy and shame and guilt in your life, right? Chances are, if you're thinking long-term, it's not enjoyable at all, but it only drags you down. It doesn't add any benefit to your life. So this is why it's important. This is a, this tip number two, the method number two to actually change your mindset here is to go from thinking short-term to thinking more long-term because people that think long-term have more success, not only in sexual integrity, but with their fitness, with their business, with their career, with their relationships, with their marriage, with their kids, everything else in life, they succeed because they think long-term, they're playing the long game, right? Let's take fitness for example, because it's something that most people understand. If somebody goes to the gym with a short-term mindset of, oh, I'm gonna get six-pack abs in two months or three months, and they're gonna do all the things that are required to get there, they're probably gonna do extreme, go to extreme measures, they're gonna be in extreme calorie deficits, they're gonna be hitting the gym every day. They're gonna burn out, it doesn't work, guys. Because the people that really succeed with fitness long-term, bodybuilders, athletes, people that operate at the highest level of, of, of um, physical fitness, they are able to think long-term and think, if I do the single things every day, the fitness, if I do the strength training, if I do the, the adequate diet and cal calorie requirements for me and my body, eventually I will get there. It's almost guaranteed because they're thinking long-term, 20, 30 years down the road. They're thinking when I'm an old man or woman, I'm gonna be not that guy that's in a wheelchair and, and just living the last 10, my, 10 years of my life miserably. I'm gonna be the healthy guy. Those people succeed because they're not thinking short-term. Because if you think short-term, yes, it's painful going to the gym. Yes, it's hard going to the gym. Yes, uh, the diet is not fun because it's funner to go to McDonald's and get the short-term wins. But if people are thinking long-term, actually guys, it's a lot easier. Long-term speaking, it's easier to work, to do the daily things that are required to you to get there. In other words, guys, to the same extent, if you're thinking about your sexual integrity journey, having porn recovery long-term, think about it like this. What are the single things that you can do every day that if you do it every day and consistently do it and show up, even when you're not feeling good, even when you don't wanna do it, because you know eventually you will get there. You know eventually you will get to the top of the mountain. And this is what I focus on in our work 
is I have developed, I found the actual things, guys, that we're doing every day with the guys that I'm mentoring, the checking in about how I'm doing emotionally, how I'm doing emotionally instead of squashing those emotions down when I'm stressed, when I'm bored, when I'm depressed, when I'm lonely. Instead of going to the phone, going to my room and watching YouTube, playing video games, which is what most men do, going to drugs, alcohol, porn, instead of doing that, why am I feeling this? Who can I talk to about this? How can I release this emotion, emotion in a productive, constructive way in, instead of a destructive way for myself? That is it. And as soon as people understand that and start doing that day by day, they will, they will get there. I've seen it so many times to not have conviction in knowing with 100% certainty that if people continue to do that, when it counts, when they're feeling, I'm stressed and I just wanna be alone. I'm bored and I just wanna be alone and play video games. I'm depressed and I don't wanna to talk to anybody. I'm lonely and I just wanna go and watch porn. Noticing that and talking about it, you will get there. I guarantee it, right? So that's thinking long-term, all right? Hey, if you're getting something good from this episode, let me know so I can make more content just like this for you guys. And it would mean the world to me if you could leave a five-star review because the only way that this podcast spreads around is through word of mouth. So a review would go a long way and it only takes you like 10 seconds to do. All right, thanks, back to the show. So the next natural question is, if people are starting to think long-term, what is the actual like practical way? How is it, how is it that you can hijack and, and fast track your growth so that you can start thinking long-term? Because it's interesting that some people think long-term and some people think short-term. Business owners in general succeed long-term because they're able to see the long-term vision and they're not thinking, oh, I'm gonna get rich in six months. I'm gonna ri get rich in one year or 10 years. They're thinking 50 years down the road, I'm gonna create a legacy, an empire. Those people succeed because they're willing to do the boring work every day that eventually gets them to their destination. So the question is, how do you change from I want the short-term wins and avoid the short-term pain so that I can have long-term benefits and gains, right? It's simply this. What I've, I've, I've asked myself this question a lot on my own journey in business, in, in fitness, in sexual integrity. It's simply that you have to fail a lot and you have to fail hard and you have to learn from it and you have to apply it and you have to keep going. It's the only way. It's the only way. You have to fail. You have to welcome failure. You have to welcome it with open arms and say, great, what can I learn from this? And when I say failure, guys, I do not mean slipping up. I do not mean acting out watching porn masturbation. That is, not, that is one form of failure. What I'm talking about failure is making those micro mistakes that lead people there. I'm talking about watching you know, YouTube for an hour when we're stressed, when we know, like I just said, the most productive way to deal with stress is not to go to, to some hyper-stimulating activity that's gonna squash the emotion, but rather to deal with it, but to talk about it, to share with somebody, with my wife, with a mentor, with God, pray about it, meditate, really digest that emotion productively instead of squashing it down. I'm talking about those micro-failures. Every time you do that, you think, man, I just spent two hours on YouTube on a Saturday morning and I feel like garbage. What did I do wrong? How can I do this better? That's failing and learning. And I say this because it's, it's an interesting uh, correlation that the older people get, the more uh, perspective they have on life and the more, they mo the more they're able to see in longer time horizons, right? If, you if I talk to a guy who's in their teens or 20s versus a guy who's in their 60s and 70s, I have found that people in their 60s and 70s are able to change a lot faster actually, which is not what I thought initially, but they're actually able to change their behaviors with porn and masturbation faster because they have perspective, because they have more long-term time horizons, because they've lived through it. They've lived through making mistakes and decisions when they were younger and having to live with those ramifications, but as opposed to a teenager, a per person in their 20s, 
that has not really lived a long enough life or made enough mistakes and failures to really know how their decisions and mistakes impact their lives. So I'm telling you guys, it is failure. You have to welcome it. You're climbing this mountain and it's unreasonable to think that you're not gonna fail. It's unreasonable to think that you're not gonna slip up. It's unreasonable to think that you're not gonna scrape your knee and fall down and slide down the mountain a little bit. But you get back up and you keep on climbing. I'm not talking about slipping up as the mistake. I'm talking about the micro mistakes that you make because it's not porn, guys. Porn is a symptom of a deeper issue. It's an emotional dependency that you have on porn and masturbation to alleviate something that's deeper, all right? And as you start to check in with yourself every single day, what am I feeling today? Why am I feeling it? How can I deal with this productively and do it and apply that, not just think about it like when I was a kid, you know, this uh, psychobabble, whatever actually applying it to your life. That's what happens because people get tripped up because they think about all the reasons why they're stressed or why they're bored or why they're in all their childhood experiences, which are all important. But to a certain extent, once you understand and you grasp why, the next question is how? The next question is what do I do? And the simple answer, because I know everybody asks this, is all you have to do is talk to somebody every day, every single day. He's like, oh, I don't have someone to talk to. Well, find somebody. <laughs> That's a challenge. All right, here we go. So third a uh, major, major method that have, has been incredibly successful for people to quit porn and masturbation long-term is to do a total social media and video game detox, a total dopamine detox for 40 days. 40 days, guys. Why 40 days? Because some studies have shown that the dopamine levels in your brain can start to, mo to normalize after 28 days. So after four weeks, the dopamine levels can start to normalize. And this is why a lot of people can't quit porn. This is why a lot of people can't quit social media or video games. It's because they're not able to let their dopamine levels just level out and just chill for at least... 28 days. And I recommend 40 days because it's kind of a safer bench benchmark and you can kind of think of it as like a 40-day devotional period, right? For you uh, Christian folks. <laughs> All right. So uh, the other thing about the 40-day uh, detox is I have noticed that when guys just do this thing, it's amazing how quickly they can quit porn. It's amazing. And the single reason for that is because porn and social media and video games produce the same dopamine. It's the same thing. And also, the chances are the reason, one of the, one of the factors that contributes to people going down that rabbit hole and watching porn eventually is because they see something that's triggery or sexual in nature on social media, right? So it doesn't make sense that if you're a recovering porn user to spend any time on social media where there's literally, with two clicks of the thumb, you could be watching porn, right? It's literally just that easy. It's the same as a recovering alcoholic going to the bar and saying, oh, I'm just going to socialize <laughs> at the bar. I'm just going to drink some water and socialize. It doesn't work because the micro decisions that are required to go from, I'm just going to socialize at the bar to full on drinking is very, very small. So to the same extent, if you're going to be on social media, you should just totally detox all of it for 40 days. Guys, it's temporary. Don't worry. And the beautiful thing about this is once your 40 days is over, you can reintroduce social media, video games, dopamine back into your life on your terms, on your freaking terms. So it's not just YouTube or Instagram or TikTok sending you whatever the universe wants to send you that day, but it's on your terms, it's deliberate, it's strategic, all right? And that's what's beautiful about this. I wanna give you guys a super quick uh, hack uh, to, to actually technically do this. I want you guys to download an app on your phone called BlockSite. It's just called BlockSite. Uh, and this app will actually block, block websites and apps on your phone so you can't access them. And this is helpful when you're doing a deep uh, dopamine detox because 
if you actually go to that website or that app, which sometimes you do by mistake because you're not even thinking about it, it's called like the ghost thumb where you're on the toilet and you just randomly go to, you open your phone, you go to Facebook, and you're like, what, why am I on Facebook? Why am I on Instagram? I didn't even, I didn't even like plan to be here. So if you do use Blocksite, it'll just, it just blocks it, right? It has like an old lady that comes out and says, hey, you know, what are you doing? You shouldn't be doing this. And it's helpful because it, it interrupts the pattern that you're in. And then you go, oh, like, Oh yeah, I totally forgot I was doing this detox thing. I just opened Instagram for no reason. Why am I, what am I doing, right? So it's helpful as a temporary solution to help you detox off this, off this stuff. So I recommend you doing that, okay? So just to recap, three methods to change from I enjoy porn, porn to I absolutely hate porn. Number one is isolate the single benefit, the value that you think porn is adding to your life and then wrestle with that and wrestle with it and try to debunk, debunk it for yourself and try to figure out is this actually true or if I just... Uh, led myself into this fallacy in believing that it's beneficial, but you have to debunk it, right? Number two is you have to develop a longer time horizon. Think long-term. And I recommend if you're not really into fitness right now, I think it's a really good place to start. I know everyone says that, but start exercising and dieting. And as you start to get more into that, number one, it'll actually replace the, the need for it. It's healthy for you. Your energy levels would be better. And I think ultimately it will help you quit porn and masturbation. But importantly, it'll help you develop a long-term time horizon as opposed to, I want to get fit right now. I want to quit right now. I want to you know, be rich right now. It's like, I'm, I'm playing the long game and I can do this for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, right? There you go. Number three uh, method is to do a total detox from all social media for 40 days. I promise you, do it for one week and then see how you feel. And then decide after that. Okay, I'll do three weeks. Wow, I feel great. Most people that do it, they just feel great doing it and they just continue it. And some of the guys that I'm mentoring have just continued to do it for months and months and months and has changed their lives completely forever, all right? And that's why I have so much conviction that the social media detox and video game detox, dopamine detox really does work. All right, lots of love to you guys, see ya. Hey, are you feeling frustrated at yourself for still keeping porn in your life and you're ready to finally get serious? Trust me guys, I've been there. Well, you're in luck because I have a completely free training that you can take right now at benuyama.com. In that training, I explain the exact three-step process I personally use to quit porn and help other men do the same quickly and easily. Don't believe it? Check it out for yourself right now at benuyama.com and I'll see you in the next episode.